Welcome to the Becoming Eva podcast, where we discuss real-life issues from a woman's perspective. Becoming Eva seeks to break the silence within the female community while fostering authenticity, transparency, and healing. We're We're your hosts, Latoya Moore and Maya Dawson. Let's get started. Happy Saturday. Yes. We in the building, y'all. We in the building. We got a special guest. Oh, I'm excited about this one, y'all. We're we going to get into it. We're going to get into it. But first off, first off, how, how are y'all doing? How's the week been? I'm great. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, recently, me and my wife recently had a baby. Yay! Congratulations. Of course, uh, we have bags under our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many hours you getting? Oh, my goodness. Last night was Oh, so um, I've been up since six o'clock. Oh, morning, bless but, you! Uh, no, it's 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 hard work, but it's um, it's so amazing. Like it's such a gift to just see her. She wears us out through the night, and then we wake up in the morning, and she's smiling, and, <laughs> and y'all tired. She got some tips oh, for yeah. you. Oh, yeah, Tell them how many you have. have I have four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please drop some knowledge. Uh, but yeah, and we have a little village, but we're uh-huh. but, uh, but yeah, two month old, and uh, it's been amazing. I love it. And can you share what's her name? Epic Elaine Armstrong. Okay, Epic Elaine. Yes, yes Epic. epic. Elaine, uh, the middle name, of course, Epic is just Epic. Yes. It's amazing too, but uh, the middle name comes from my aunt who was tragically murdered. Mm. Oh wow! And uh, she was like my favorite aunt. Oh wow! All time. Yeah. And so when I had when we were having a girl, I was like, man. And my wife knew the history too. I yeah. Had so many stories. She was like, we have to get back to you. Oh. Like, yes. So that's what we did. And it flows. Yes. It that's does. beautiful. Yeah, wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Thank we, you. We're gonna get into that too because I'm go. sure now that you a pop up. Yeah. You know. A papa. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that has yeah changed some perspective. So, well, if y'all don't know, this is the amazing Jordan Armstrong that we have the pleasure of interviewing today. So, I'm just gonna tell y'all now. I may I may fan out a little bit. I, I've been a fan for a minute, y'all. We're gonna get into that. I've been a fan for a minute. So, but yeah, we we gotta talk. Yeah, I'm sure things have changed now that you are a pop pop. Hey, so things are different, and yeah. um um. I see things so different now. It's it's crazy. Just three months ago, I was a different person. <laughs> now it's, it. everything has changed. So, I yeah. love it. Wow. Okay. Well, y'all, we about to get into it. In case you didn't know, this is the amazing Jordan Armstrong. And I'm going to read your bio for those who don't know. Okay. okay? I'm going to read your bio. So, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana native. Okay. Yeah, indeed. All right. Indeed. From, the, from the Southern LA. All yeah. right. But transcends the traditional approach to gospel music and hooks you in by offering a fresh take. The intersectionality of urban, inspirational, mainstream, and gospel is Jordan's sweet spot. He is one of the exceptional talents who has taken the potent influence of his church upbringing and combined it with his pop sensibilities to become one of the most original voices in gospel music today. Since his debut album, Champion, in early 2009, Jordan found the formula that makes him unique. Steadfast in his call to gospel music, Jordan always knew it would be gospel for him. That's amazing. 
a, a singer's singer, the multi-hyphenate is also a songwriter, a producer, and an actor. Armstrong was deeply involved with music from the beginning. He started working behind the scenes with several artists in his hometown and singing at churches around the city. Building his discography with well-received albums, Stronger, 2012, 52 Weeks of Summer, 2015, Jordan went on to release a slew of the Blessed EP releases in 2018 that catapulted his career. Also, he released Church Girls Love R&B in 2022, which debuted at number one on the R&B iTunes charts. Yes. Now, Jordan's new music continues in the space he created with his previous hits. It's feel good. It's up tempo. It has fun music while empowering people by reminding them where their blessings come from. His quote, I want to create music for a Christian that isn't just for Sunday. Amen. It's music for Monday night, Tuesday, and even Saturday night to have a good time and feel empowered. So give it up, y'all, for Jordan Armstrong. <laughs> Thank you so <sighs> much. I feel like a pastor. Uh, <laughs> I said, oh, this is how awkward. That's why the pastor be sitting there. <laughs> it's, what do you do when they're reading that, man? It's, 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 yeah, that's so cool to hear that stuff back. Um, It just sends me back. To when I first started, so that was cool to hear. Thank yes. You. So we have a segment called "What Had Happened Was." Okay. Okay. Let's go. And we're just gonna tell just a, a couple of stories. You yeah. know, we talk a lot about hip hop. This, you know, hip hop is celebrating fifty years. Yeah. You know, so we've been talking about how we were influenced by hip hop, and you know, you always get the question of when did you fall in love with hip hop? Yeah. Today we're gonna talk about when did you fall in love with R and B? Okay. Because everybody know <laughs> I, I'm. I'm gonna tell you, I'm the Christian that be you know doing yeah. the body roll. Yeah. A little bit, hey. you know, that's, that's and, me. And you know what? Nobody ever asked me that. See? How did I fall in love? I've never been asked that question See? before. Um, so that's a great question. Um, so we, and you yeah. started with me yeah. or y'all? Because I okay, all right. Well, what happened? What had happened uh -huh, was uh -huh. how I fell in love with R and B. Um, so I was a kid. Um, uh, I grew up in a church, in church for sure. Um, with a single mother. Um, my mom was a singer. She still, and sometimes when I say was, my mom still sings. Okay. So people are like, is she still here? <laughs> My mama told me too. She was like, "Sometimes you sound like I died in your interview." <laughs> so my mom is still alive. Shout out! She's actually at my house right Amen. now. She's home visiting. Um, but no, my mom was singing in church, and she was a singer, and she was really big and singing back up for a lot of gospel artists growing oh. up. And so I always knew I wanted to sing. And so in our house, it was only gospel music. Okay. So I think it was so cool because I had two older cousins, um, a boy and a girl. Um, and I would go visit them on the weekends and they were teenagers Got it. and they were playing boys, the men and Joe to see. And <laughs> I mean, you name it, all of the R and B greats, yeah. you understand? And so I would get a little taste of it over there. And I was like, wow, this stuff sounds so great because too, it was so, it was so different because some of the gospel music that I was listening to had some of the same chord structures and the same yeah. type of sound, yeah. but they were talking about something else, of course, yes. with R and B. I was like, wow, this is so cool. So I, I just that's the moment I would say that I fell in love with it, listening to and watching my cousins watch BET and MTV all day yes. as teenagers in yes. the 90s. And that was so cool. Like it, it influenced me so much. And I knew that I had a love for the sound of R&B, but I still had that Christian foundation. So I was kind of lost with what I needed to do yeah. up until uh, 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 17. And that's when things changed. Dope. Yeah. Dope. 
Wow. You want to go? Well, you all know I grew up Pentecostal. Come on. So Ooh, come on. My mama and daddy was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. not in this house. Uh-huh. No secular yeah. music. Yeah. We could not really even watch TV except for on the weekends. Wow. Um, and Sundays, you know, mm-hmm. we would watch BET yeah, yeah. gospel. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones. Yeah. Bobby Jones. Really, I started listening to secular music mm-hmm. when I met my boyfriend in high school. Uh-huh. And then when I came here to Atlanta for college, um, that's when I really got exposed to lots of yes. secular music. Um, so <laughs> in the early 2000s, I know R. Kelly's a bad, bad okay. name oh, to mention, snap. but Look. Chocolate Factory, um, I mean, John hey. Legend. Yeah. Aaliyah, I was Destiny Child's fan too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Genuine. Yeah. I, I know, I know, I know. Woo. But you know, I had to get rid of like all my my all my CDs oh, when wow. I, I came back Come on, to the other back. side. I came back. I came yeah. back to the other side. Got, mm. I had to throw away uh, Chocolate Factory. Come on. And all the um, CDs, but for yeah. me, it was yeah. college. Now, when I first fell in love with Christian uh, R and B, okay, okay. I will definitely say that was when I met Ryan. Yes, yes. Ryan Righteous of yes, Trackstars. Yes, yes. Um, he introduced me to yeah. more yes. of the genre. Yeah. So I love it. Me. I love it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm predating both of y'all because yeah. I'm a child of the '80s. I'm not okay. gonna lie, y'all. I'll tell right. you, I'm a child of the, of the '80s. So growing up. In the talent shows, everybody wanted to sing The Greatest Love of All Come by Whitney Houston. Yes. That's, that's what they wanted to sing. That was yeah. like the talent show song. Even watching Showtime at the Apollo, they're going to sing, yeah. I Believe the Children Are Future. Yeah. So yeah. all that to say, uh, I would say Whitney Houston, yeah. definitely influenced by her. Huge Anita Baker fan. Mm. Huge Anita Baker fan. Actually, wow. um, my husband and I had the opportunity to see her earlier this year and at she's 65 phenomenal. she's still killing it she's, she's still killing it i'm like oh my gosh yeah. so uh i'm i'm a huge fan of r&b just music in general but yeah i would say that's probably when i fell in love with r&b um christian r&b just the the realm the world of christian r&b it took a minute because i was like wait now where 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 can i find that music and not feel guilty yeah. like seriously yeah. where can i find it and so I would say um, probably in college um, was when I was introduced to like, uh, well, definitely Kirk, he paved the way. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I'll say Canton Jones, he paved yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, and then Mary Mary. Yeah. So for me, that was like our Christian army, yes, my yeah, Christian army, yeah. where I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, and I don't have to wait till Sunday, uh-huh. you know, like yeah. I can do this. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, those are our stories of when we fell in love with R&B. So, but now we, we got to shine a light on you. We got to yeah. give you your roses okay, and well, talk okay. about when we, how we were introduced yeah. to Jordan Armstrong. I would love so, to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start. So I'm going all take the it, way take back. It, take it back. Take it back. To old school track stars yes. at the other studio. Yeah. Mm. 
10 years ago. Amazing. Uh, line for line mm-hmm. between Chris Brown yep. and Jordan they Armstrong. Put you against Chris they put you Brown. Against Chris Brown. Which was I, <laughs> I was in the other room, um, so I wasn't on camera, but uh-huh. you can, I, I went back and watched it. I was like, oh, trying to see like, <laughs> yeah. who voted for who yeah, yeah. 10 years ago. Yep. That was a <laughs> and I remember too, I got receipts. <laughs> Yeah, track stars. I got receipts. I remember what y'all said. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this yeah. one was tossing. Yeah, on you. I remember. Uh, no, it's all good. It's all, y'all. It's all good. It's all good. It's a tough one. Um, but that is when I first yeah. got really introduced to your music. Yeah. Um, and I love most recently, like your "My God." I love Thank that. You so yeah. much. Thank um, you so much. So I jammed to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially Thank when you. I'm working out, I like to listen to that type of music. That's I really up. appreciate that. Can Thank I just you. say what a blessing it is to be able to turn on the radio and hear your music? Yeah. because for the longest it was like it felt like underground to me you know yeah but like literally to hear you on mainstream gospel Mm -hmm. like you are blazing a trail it's been a it's been a journey and uh just like to hear y'all's what you're saying like it's been a long time coming and uh god um really 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 has blessed me with a gift that i knew was something special i didn't know what it was at the time when i first got it i was like what when I realized it, but um, it has been a pleasure to be compared. Mm. You know, some people are upset about comparisons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind that. Um, it gets the conversation going. Yeah. It gets people's minds going. You know, so I'm I'm excited about that. But I'm really excited about radio. You know, we have yeah. to break a lot of barriers to get the sound that I do on radio. Huge. And now it's kind of a thing. Yes. So God has been so amazing. So I'm I'm blessed. That's man. so yeah. wow. This That's definitely dope. feels like a full circle moment yeah. from us talking yes. about you yeah. 10 years ago yeah. to now you're here wow. in our It is studio. one. That is awesome. full circle. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I gotta take it back even further. Because I and I didn't realize this at the time, but Champions, your first, yep, first project? Yep. Okay. 2009. Oh, okay, so story, story time here. For those okay. of you that may or may not know, my husband and I, we were friends for like a decade before mm-hmm. we started dating. Mm-hmm. And so we went to the same church. I was over the bookstore. Okay. Okay. Most people don't know that Line for Line came from this list that DJ, DJ Jeremiah created called The Alternative. Okay. So we had it in our bookstore and we would put it up and it'd be like, if you like Chris Brown, check out Jordan Armstrong. If you like, you know, uh, Destiny's Child, check out Mary Mary. And so he would give me the list. He would update it each month and I would buy the artist on it because I was over the bookstore. So that's how he introduced me to you. That is so cool. And so I bought Champion, put it in the bookstore, told people about it underneath (laughs) the alternative list and we introduced people to positive Christian R&B. Thank you so much. So Thank you. I never knew that. And um, to 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 have you all doing that at your church bookstore, too, is just amazing. Like, it's so crazy because I love to hear these type of stories because I was just in little old Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in a in an extra house behind a house. Wow. Making trying to make this music with yeah. one of my best friends at the time. And, you know, I was just trying to do it. And who knew I was being talked about way out in Atlanta or wherever, yes, you know, and uh, yes. I didn't know how much of an impact we were making. And so uh, that's that's super dope to hear yes. that, man. Thank I mean, you. There's a need. There was a need and still is a need yeah. for Christian R&B, yeah. you know, especially for this next generation, you know, and just 
people in general you know yeah. we want to listen to music Indeed. that you know that we can vibe to yep. you know that and we don't feel have to good wait. about exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so yes yep. That's so awesome. That's what had happened was. Let's go. Right, so that's what had happened <laughs> yes. was. So we're gonna get into your origin story. Okay. Okay, okay let's go. And we, we want to learn. You shared a little bit about you know how you got into Christian R and B and yeah. you know where you grew up and everything. But can you tell us about what led you to really start making music? Yeah, um, so I'm a musician, uh too. Uh so like I said, growing up with my mom uh in church, um, of course, I was always that little kid with a pair of drumsticks standing by the drummer, hoping one day I can play the drums wow. and just beating on stuff, beating on the pews. And so at the church, and so um, I always knew I wanted to play music, um, but singing music, uh, my mom made me sing this song on a youth Sunday. She taught me this song for about three weeks. And she was like, on youth Sunday, you're gonna sing this song. <laughs> I'm like, I do not wanna sing. I was so afraid. I was like six years old. Yes, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Uh, I'm just, oh my God, y'all. And I was a tiny, I just got this size. Like I was, I was a tiny little, people thought I was like a three and two and when I was, I was a kid. So she taught me this song. We went over every week, all week after school. And so I got up there to sing this song on Youth Sunday. And when I got up to sing it, um, the response after church was just so amazing. I was like, People was folks was giving me candy and the old ladies, church ladies was giving me candy and money. And I was like, oh, I like this. So honestly, me starting out singing, it was not for God. I'm going to just be honest. It's for the candy and it's for the money. And, uh, you know, later on, I developed a relationship with Jesus, with God. But um, but yeah, it started off from there. My mom started me. And from then on, even the musician was like, Oh yeah, we're gonna get you. You can lead some songs. All right. So I started leading songs every youth Sunday, and I kind of became like a in the city, almost like a, a child prodigy. Um, so when big acts were coming to town, um, I was opening up for Kirk Franklin and Yolanda Adams yes. and Heather Kai Walker, and and I was my mom would dress me up in these long, in these Stacy Adams suits. And, <laughs> oh my goodness, Mama had good. me looking fly, like for real. <laughs> People would people would show up on at church on Sunday to see what I was what I was gonna oh, wear. Snap. Yeah, they would tell me that they was like, "Bro, we only came, we came to see what you what, how your mom was gonna dress you." <laughs> and so I think my mom really got a kick out of um, dressing me, yeah. even though we were poor. I didn't even know we were poor. My mom was spending all her money on making me look good. So um, shout out to mom, yes, and uh, mom. I don't think she knew she was creating a monster. <laughs> Now I now I have a problem. I just buy clothes all the time. I can't stop buying clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you growing up singing in the church, yeah. and quite honestly, as a lot of R and B singers yeah. do, yeah. What made you number one be like, okay, I'm I'm not I'm gonna continue to sing for the Lord, but I'm gonna sing R and B. Yeah. Like, what made you consciously merge those two? It was it was first of First, it was my lo- first. It was my love for Jesus Christ. Um, mm, second, amen. I never ever really wanted to sing R and B music. Mm. Um, even like in my bio, you said yeah. it was always. I always thought that. Um, first was like I said, my love for God. But second, I come from a line, a long line of pastors, and ministers, mm. and worship leaders and things. And so my my, I never wanted to taint the Armstrongs' legacy. Yeah, you know, I, I knew how strong we were. And I saw it from a young age how strong we were in God. Wow. 
And I would never want to be the one to come and change it all with my yeah. with my secular stuff. <laughs> you know, like what I, I just why why would I ruin the legacy? So um honestly, that was the big thing. I, I didn't want I wanted my grandmother to be proud. I wanted my family to be proud of me. Um I wanted God to be proud. So um that's one of the reasons why I never did it. And also I felt that God had given me a different taste, a different flair with gospel music because like i said i was growing up singing in church so i was singing covers i was singing yeah. stand by donnie mcclurkin okay, i was singing, okay um i was singing uh when sunday comes mm-hmm. by daryl coley mm-hmm. so when i dropped my first album though everybody was like wait whoa <laughs> wait where's the little boy where's the young man that sang <laughs> at, at the church yeah <laughs> i'm singing don't you bow don't you be yeah and so then i come out my first song it's got auto tunes got 808 it's something drive me crazy it's like they were like whoa so i i know that my family my family was very confused but they supported me okay they bought the albums they were were sending their ten dollars and buying my album my cds and uh you know they supported me but i know they was kind of like what is going on Uh and so i i feel like at that moment that was really when i kind of got into this christian r&b world and um from then on man it's been a journey that's amazing (laughs) so can you tell us yeah i mean a lot of people probably haven't even heard of christian r&b if they're not in the genre so how are you overcoming those challenges of being in christian r&b like Mm -hmm. and just tell us a little bit about how you're overcoming i had it early um like i said i started in 08 2009 Mm -hmm. um and i got all of the beatings back then you know everybody (laughs) was saying stuff back then Mm -hmm. and um i think that it kind of it kind of built some tough skin for me yeah um and at the time you know it wasn't many of us and it was a lot it was a few people that were when when you would when you would purchase my album, it'll say similar people below. This yep. is old school iTunes yep. right here, and it'll send you other artists yep. too that are similar. And so a lot of those people, man, they were really good, but they're not here anymore. Mm. And a lot of those people were my are my friends, and now they you know they wow. just, they're just like, bro, thank you for t- carrying the torch, you know, wow. past and doing your thing. But um, you know that was that was imp- it was important to me to keep doing what I felt God had told me to do, mm-hmm. and so. Like I said, it's like I took a lot of the uh, backlash for yeah. now something that is so trendy and cool to do. Yeah. Uh, so now, I mean, you can. I, it doesn't matter what anybody says. Mm-hmm. I've heard it all. I've, I've, I was on YouTube. I would go look. I would go read the comments. People mm-hmm. were saying stuff back then. It was um Illuminati. Oh, oh yeah. he must be a part oh, of the yeah. Illuminati. Oh yeah. This is the Antichrist. Oh, yeah. This young man is singing it. Oh yeah. This young man is. This is the devil's work. Uh-huh. He's tricking us. And so I went through all of that. Yeah. And I think what was so great about it, though, is that my circle, I've always, God has always had a great circle of people around me that encouraged me that is sometimes even encouraged me more than I could encourage myself. Oh, no. And um, they would keep me up, man. Sometimes I would I would get down about it and like, God, is this what I'm supposed to do? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, but do you know who you are, man? Like, bro, I just let my homies hear this. They don't even listen to church music. Like, yeah, this this is my homies from the street. Yeah. They love this stuff, bro. Like, yeah. you can change people's lives and so so that kind of stuff was helping me. And then just randomly meeting people, and they're like, "Man, you Jordan?" I'm sure I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Bro, you really changed things for me. Like, mm. you were who I listened to in my transition from from mm. from the world to here, man." And you know, I think that those type of testimonies yeah. kept me going. And so now. 
I'm 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 coasting. That's I'm coasting. Up. That's yeah. what's up. Wow. Music is so powerful too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you were saying earlier, can transcend through mm-hmm. airways. You yeah. don't know how many yeah. ears mm-hmm. and lives Absolutely. that you have impacted. Absolutely. Because we've got YouTube, yeah. we've got yeah. radio, yeah. all these different avenues. Yeah. So kudos yeah. for you. Thank you so much. So what inspires you? What has inspired you not only musically, mm-hmm. but to keep going yeah. in the midst of the backlash yeah. and, you know, it's ministry for me. It's just almost like a, like a pastor. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a, a pastor and my church is Christian R&B, mm-hmm. the church. Um, you know, I, I, I love the, the response. I love that, you know, we're changing people's lives with the gift that God has given us and um, people coming to the concerts, you know, mm-hmm. people, singing the lyrics back to you people constantly showing love leaving great comments now you know things have changed and um just seeing the fruit of it Mm -hmm. i think is what keeps me going um and also i've been able to do this as a career as well so um i do this for a living me and my wife my wife is like my my a and r and so you know she yeah she hears all the records first and some of them she hears she like and i say okay thank you baby I trust her, you know what I'm saying? And so um, this is this is what I do. I, I was created for this, and um, I wouldn't change my job for anything, even though I'm calling it a job, but it's it's actually a pleasure and an honor to do this for a living. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. That is the goal. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. To do what you love and yes. to earn a living doing it. I would do it if I wasn't making any money, and so that's really how I knew it was a passion for me. Yeah. And um, I love creating, because honestly, I feel like <clears throat> even beyond my artist's career and be, having this as a career, um, I I think I'll probably retire singing. Wow. You know, I, I, I really want to, I really love the behind the scenes part. I love okay. the writing the songs. I love producing the songs mm-hmm. myself. I love collaborating with other people and like creating it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I can't be the, I can't be the guy forever. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, MJ had to retire yeah, one yeah. time, you know, LeBron's going to have to go sit down soon. And, um, you know, just 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 influencing and inspiring the next generation is is my goal. So uh, I'm excited about that. That's what's up. Yep. So you say you like the behind the scenes more yep. than the like performing and singing. I aspect. do. Okay. And um, I always have. Uh-huh. Honestly, like I said, I liked. I was gonna be a drummer. Yeah. You know, my mama pushed me on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. You know, my mom pushed me on the microphone. Church. You know, mm-hmm. helped me with public speaking. You know, I learned that. And so when I did public speaking in school, I was killing it. They, my teachers were like, wow, you could really. I'm like, yeah, I've been talking in church my whole life. Right? They put me in front of the mic. We got to talk right. Good. We have crowd response. We got to yes. do it all, yes. especially black church. Yes. So, you know, um, that's I was this is this is just what I do. This is I was made for this. I was created for this. And I'm so excited that people are not just paying attention to the methods, but they're excited about the fruit of what we're doing you know some of the stuff may look off or like oh were they having it at a club this time or (laughs) on oh wow they at the city winery or what oh what you know but let's talk about the fruit you Mm. know that we can change a place you know we can these places are four walls yeah we can bring the holy spirit into any of these places we can bring god into any of these places and so i'm so glad that the pandemic did it Mm. because that's when we start realizing that we didn't have to sit in the church to find Jesus. Yeah. You know, some people were finding Jesus at home. Right. A whole lot of things was happening. Churches weren't even open. We yeah. were doing everything virtual. 
We we found Maverick City during that time. Yeah, Folk was just congregating in a circle and singing, you know, and so it changed a lot of things. And so I'm actually grateful for the pandemic. I know a lot of things terrible happened during yeah. that time, but I think it changed ministry for our genre a lot. And uh, I was grateful for it because now folk ain't mad that I ain't at the church. You know, yeah. they'll come they'll come to City Winder. They'll come to uh, the, these venues yes. now to worship God. Yes. Yep. And you you will usher in the presence. Thank right. you. We are carriers of the yes. presence of God. So right. we infiltrate whatever environments we step Indeed. in. Indeed. So Amen. now, you know, we've talked to you all day. Let's go. We got to get into, <laughs> though. We got to get into this Church Girls Love Army. Oh, let's series. do it. You know, that's my thing. I was like. <laughs> In our business, <laughs> like all the way in our business, like yeah. in certain skits, yeah, and yeah. talking about relationships. Indeed. And I said, Okay, yeah. we've got to talk. Yes, you coming on over. <laughs> so, you got to tell us what inspired the church girls. Let's start with the, the album, the yeah. full length album yeah. that, you just, that you did, yeah, you know, a few years ago. What inspired that? And then we'll move into where you are now. Well, I think the statement church girls love R&B is really what, what started it all. Mm -hmm. um, I think that a lot of people were afraid to say that. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew that it was true. Um, I mean, I mean, come on now, you know, and I think we really see it whenever, you know, was, uh, and I don't know if y'all participate in this, but you know, every year Spotify sends you your playlist and everything oh, yeah, that you've yeah. been listening to. Uh -huh. And I would see folk, I'm like, oh, okay, you listening to Chris Brown, <laughs> uh, Lil Baby, yeah, yeah. and Jordan Armstrong, and Mary Mary, yeah. and Kurt Franklin. Wow, that is a real mix. <laughs> it is. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's, it's, it shows proof that, you know, people are listening to other things. Uh -huh. Let's just keep it real. And yeah. so just honoring church girls too. Um, I think it's, they don't get a lot of love. Back. The church girls don't. And sometimes, you know, they've, 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 they've modeled church girls as square, mm -hmm. lame. They don't know what, what's up. Mm -hmm. They're not hip. They not fly. Yeah, yeah. Un yeah. Look, un <laughs> unsexy. We're just about to say, we're going to track guys on blast. Straight up. They did a segment called Christian Girls Aren't Sexy. Okay, see, go see now, nah, I'm going to go get them when I go over there. Please get them. Because they sexy. There's some sexy church girls. I'm Come just on, saying. Come see, on. nobody want to say that either. Come on. But, uh, and I'm married. So <laughs> I know they out there. My wife is one. There you go. But, you know, I, 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 wanted, to, I wanted to change the narrative of that as well and, and shine a light on you all because, um, like I said, people people have have labeled church girls a certain way. And I also wanted to help them. Um, I was in church and I was like I said, I was a musician. So I was in church and I'm not going to say I was running through church, but I definitely was doing some things I shouldn't have been doing gotcha. at church yeah. as a young man. Yeah. Two church girls. Yeah. And so I really felt like at a time I wasn't qualified to speak on it mm. for you all. Mm. But now that i'm married and i've gone through those things a lot of the stuff that's on that album is things that i actually was a product of i was wow. tricking these girls i was talking to people and i was doing church girls really bad mm. and so um just hearing it from my perspective because mm -hmm. i was kind of the corporate of it like yeah. i was the leader of yeah. it at the time and so just i wanted to defend you all i wanted to protect you all. i want you to feel safe and i also wanted you to know how to deal with tough situations that we don't talk about in church like heartbreak and divorce and you know um just going through life as a christian woman yes and i know that it's rough my wife went through a divorce before we were married and just hearing her stories and just hearing how hard it is for single christian women too mm -hmm. and the things that they have to go through and the pressure and all of those yeah. things so 
I, I wanted to put all of that into a project. I tried to do it as, as best as I can on a small little EP. Yeah. But um, there it's, it's a whole ministry behind what I want to do with Church Girls Love R&B. And it's not just a cool name, mm-hmm. but it's really ministry for me. And so there's more to come with that. Yeah, I was going to say, I can tell, like, you're taking us on a journey, Indeed. you know. And so the first project, I absolutely love, you, you know. You. And then you came with Girls Trip yes, this yeah, summer. I yeah. said, oh, snap, yeah. okay. Because <laughs> things go down, things go down on Girls Trips. Facts. You know, we don't talk about that. And Facts. and some Christian <laughs> some Christian church girls go on Girls Trips. Absolutely. And we most times, yeah. We yeah. Wanna, we yeah. And if you're single, you definitely go on Girls Trip and yeah. you might mingle. They, you understand? Well, or you yeah. might be at the beach and you see yeah. a brother walk by. Y'all like, I know. I've seen the movies. Uh-huh. That's all I can compare it to. Yes. Yes. And then you go back to your normal life uh-huh. when you get back home. Uh-huh. So I wanted to talk about that. You know, wow. how to how to conduct yourself or handle those type of situations, too. And so there's more of, of the uh, church girls uh, love R&B girls trip coming. Oh, so uh, okay. there's more sex, yeah. more sections to that, more parts. So it's a trilogy, right? Oh yeah, it's on the way. What? I love it's on the way. Like, thank you. Where do you? And I know you don't want to give us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us all. But go ahead. But you go know, ahead. Just give us an idea of where do you see these other two EPs going? Um, they're they're definitely them. talking about girls trip. They're mm-hmm. talking about insecurities on a girls trip, and they also we're also talking about how a guy feels about his girl going on a girl's oh, trip. Oh, snap. Well, you know, so that's when we start, now that's when the guys start sweating. That's real. That's you know, we start getting a little insecure. Like, okay, well, where y'all at? What y'all doing? Where y'all, y'all at the beach? Oh, that's what you wearing? That's what you, you wearing that? Oh, why you wearing? You didn't wear that when we was like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I want to shed light on that too. And so it's not just for church girls. You know, this is for the fellas too, you know. um, I wanted to talk about that. Like, these are just topics that, the world talks about all the time, but us as Christians, we don't talk about that. And so the only information we have is from the world on how to deal with these things. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk about it. I'm a Christian man. I love my wife. I love my family. Yeah. I have a perspective on it. And I think that just being the first person to speak about it, um, I think speaks volume and it's changing people's situations. That's what's up. Yeah. I think we definitely need more. Yeah. Uh, transparency that, in the absolutely. church, yes. which is one yes. of the reasons why we even started this yeah, that's good. podcast, mm-hmm. that's good. so that women can be authentic yeah. and transparent, because we go through stuff, absolutely. and we, we absolutely. need to know how to yep. handle yep. and deal with those types yep. of situations. Was, what does that look like to mm-hmm. apply the word of God? Because yep. so many times, you know, that's just the short answer. Oh, mm-hmm. pray about mm-hmm. it. Oh, read yep. the word. And that's yep. great. Yep. Absolutely great. Yep. But like, tangibly yes i need the tools what does that look like yeah because the church they do their job they do they Mm -hmm. tell us they give us the word they tell us about it and they give us the scripture and they send us home to go figure it out yeah and even and i'll use this for example like when me and my wife were thinking about getting married and i was thinking about proposing we started uh doing premarital counseling and i wanted both worlds i talked to the pastor and the first lady we sat down with Mm -hmm. them and had some good churchy Bible conversations, church Bible. Bible conversations, which I needed. How a husband should be, how a wife should be, yeah. how you find that thing, and she your rib, and all that beautiful stuff. And yes, yes, thank you, Lord, and yeah. And so then I talked to another couple, which is a close friend of mine. Um, him and his wife, and uh, he's an ex R and B singer. Okay. And uh, and I wanted to hear their stories. Yeah. I wanted to ask them questions because Absolutely. they were giving us. Okay, now we're not on the spiritual stuff. Now we're on the real stuff. Yeah. Like we talked about double tapping. We talked about 
who you're following. We mm. talked about um, communicating. Mm. You know, they don't even talk about that in church. They don't wow. talk about how to communicate. They just tell you this is what the man and the stomach, you know, and those things. And so wow. just how to communicate. So I wanted both sides of it. I wanted wow. the real and I wanted the spiritual. Okay. I have a question. <laughs> what is double That's what, hold on, hold on, what Instagram. Is I was like, what? Instagram. Oh, so like when yeah. you like it, yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why are you liking that stuff? Oh, God. Yeah. And yeah. I was baby, like, wait now, break baby, down the double tap. Baby, my, yeah, your, your wife's going to see that. You people right. are gonna see You're that right. okay like her yeah who is that you want to be with her yeah did y'all used to talk did y'all used to date That's who, who is that who is that how y'all know each other yes mm -hmm. and women do it too do. so you know it's wow. it's just those type of things because this is a new world we're in y'all yeah. this is we're in a digital right. world now so right. the techniques and the styles and the tools are different from back yeah then. so you can't just tell me i go to work and my wife is at home and i bring home the bacon that's that's old school now yeah. you know it's a lot of ways to get in trouble it's a lot of ways to disrespect someone that you in love with or in a relationship with and it's easy yeah to do it yeah and so you know the biggest thing is i know for women is don't have me out here looking dumb i know that's y'all top thing look don't have me looking stupid i, ain't looking better. I love you <laughs> i love you with all my heart don't have me looking stupid out yeah. here yeah. and so that's something that i even had to learn mm -hmm. you know and so um we don't talk about that let's talk about that that's true let's talk about that and some of the fellas wow. don't know some fellas are like i mean it's instagram it's twitter it's whatever you mm -hmm. post a like that's what it's about liking mm -hmm. it's not about that yeah you know my relationship is way more important than the application yeah so um just those type of tools man yeah. i want people to discuss in our community that's good you know and that's uh good. just respecting who you love respecting mm -hmm. yourself yeah um also too you know fellas Women, it's a lot of women that think that showing certain parts and showing their body, um, and fellas like it. We yeah. like that. We love to see yeah. it, but we don't want it. <laughs> we don't want it long term, <laughs> you know. And so it's it's cool for right now. Yeah. It's beautiful right now. We like, oh yeah, she's a baddie, you know, this yeah. or that. But is that my wife? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that my wife? And so just just talking about talking oh, about okay. talking about those things. I'm. It's, mm -hmm. it's actually what I think we should. You should do more of it. So, I love it. I love yep. it. And, and I gotta ask because you're talking about you know, we don't want to be out here looking crazy. Yeah. Do you feel that way with men as well? Where it's like, yeah. okay, you want to make sure who you're dating or yep. who you're married to yep. is representing you well. Absolutely. As well, men feel know? that way too. You know, oh. we don't want to look dumb either. Now we'll never say it. Yeah. You know, sometimes men are just a little bit more, you know, like everything's oh, everything cool. They're yeah. cool with everything. But you know, deep down inside, the fellas don't want that. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want that. We we want we want you to ourselves. We want you to be for just for us. Yeah. Now, you know, some some fellas can get a little controlling. They gotta work. Y'all gotta work on that, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> she, you ain't I the you, like Yeah, like before. like telling you what to wear, like oh, no, and oh. nothing, you know, these things, you know, but um <laughs> let let you know that that's a little that's a different word. That's yeah. not what I'm talking about, no, but just it. respecting each other and being with someone that you feel respects you. Mm. Um and I think that when a woman's in love, she changes. She changes her everything changes. She changes how she communicates with other people, how she communicates with other men. Yeah. She changes how she dresses. Yeah. She changes everything just for you. That's true. And so we have to honor that. We have to love that. We have to respect that. And we have to do the same. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's some good stuff. Yeah. That's some good stuff. <laughs> I have to ask, because we 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 gonna we're gonna dive into just a little more talk about relationships yeah. um outside of the music because it was in the mu it, it inspired the music. It did. So for you personally, you talked about 
you know, being the culprit at yeah. one point. Yeah. And now here you are, yeah. you know, married mm -hmm. father, yeah. you know. Yeah. So what helped you transition yeah. from being the culprit in the church yeah. to, okay, I'm, I'm trying to settle down. I'm trying to do this right. I fell in love. I fell in love, you know, I was out there playing around and then I fell in love with my wife mm. and um, she kind of creeped up on me, though, too. I feel uh -oh. I still to this day. I'm like, oh, she tricked me. Oh, and I'm going to tell you why. No, no, this not not that kind of trick. But now nah, she tricked me because she came in and we were just so close as friends. Like I yeah. was and if you, if you guys you guys are on the two, I kind of shed light on it a little bit. But like we were really close. Like I was going out on dates and. Me and her would talk about my dates. Yep. I would talk about her dates and yep. I would show her. She was like, oh, she's pretty. Blah, 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 blah. And so yep. I would tell her secrets. I'm telling her all kinds of stuff. If I knew this was going to be my wife, I would It's half of this I would ever tell her. <laughs> so she knew everything. And so when my wife uh, moved to, I moved to Atlanta um, and I was here for probably about six months. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited because it was like a fresh start for me. I had just yep. left from my hometown. And um, I had just left a relationship mm -hmm. and um, I was coming to Atlanta to start a new life, really, wow. and change my life. It was like Atlanta was like college for me. I didn't go to yeah. college. And so um, when I got to Atlanta, I was like, oh, I'm a free man. I don't have to go to church every Sunday. I don't have to. Nobody telling me what to <laughs> yeah. do. I'm grown now. <laughs> so I was out here. I came to Atlanta. I was like, oh, this is Atlanta. I'm about to do all kinds. Of I'm about to trick. I'm about to trick. I'm tricking. So I'm in the streets. I'm out here, and Atlanta was embracing me too. They were like, "Come on!" They was like, "Hey, oh y'all!" When I when I first came here, this is this is still and see Atlanta's so hip hop now. Yes. When yes. I came here, Atlanta was still R and B, and it was smooth and stuff. And, oh yeah. And the ladies was approaching the men. They was like, "Hey, how you doing? You um, oh, you single?" Blah blah blah. And so I was like, "Ooh, I love Atlanta." So I came to Atlanta, and I thought I was gonna be a bachelor and just do my thing, and so. For a good three, four months, I was having fun. And uh, my, well, she's, she wasn't my wife then, but she moved. And she was like, I think I'm going to come to Atlanta. I said, oh, yeah, you should come. Where like, did she move from? From Louisiana, too. Oh, wow. So, But she's from a city called Shreveport. Okay. And so, which is about four hours away from, uh -huh. uh, three to four hours away from where I'm. Okay. So, we didn't know each other like that. Okay. But we met because um I was booked at her church in uh -huh. Shreveport. And so from there, we kind of just kept in communication. Got we it. Were cool. Uh -huh. And so, uh, but nothing, nothing romantic yeah. at all. It was just like, this like really homie right here. Like, and, and I had friends that were females before, so mm -hmm. I was cool with that. Mm -hmm. But when she came to Atlanta, I was like, yeah, come to Atlanta. I said, Atlanta's cool. Like, it's great here. It's, it's great. Everything. Jobs, you know, opportunity, everything. I said the music industry because she's an artist too. Okay. So she sings. I was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, you need to come to Atlanta. It's going to change your life. It's mm -hmm. changing my life. I've only been here four months. Yeah. So when she came, we started hanging out and I mean, one night we went out, me, her, and a bunch of our other friends because we had a bunch of friends that moved from Louisiana as well. And uh, we went out one night and she had me uh, take a picture of her. She was on the elevator. She said, oh, take my picture real quick. Uh, and so I, I was like, oh, I looked. I was like, can somebody else take a picture? <laughs> I really thought that. And so then I was like, I'll take the picture. So she gave me her phone and uh, she was posing and she took the picture. You, you know how y'all turn it on. Uh -huh. for the picture. You, you know y'all turn it on. Y'all do. Y'all got y'all even got a picture. Eye, picture eyes. Uh -huh. Y'all just like it. just squinting like, like ooh, ooh. Uh -huh. So, yeah. So she took her little picture and I snapped the picture and I looked at it and I was like, mm. it was like all of a sudden. 
it was it was butterflies it was hearts omg and i looked at her and i was like she was like what give me the phone (laughs) and i'm like and i handed her the phone i was like oh my god that girl she is fine (laughs) it's like it just hit me out of the blue and so, and then when she saw, when she noticed that she was, she was looking at me like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. right here, yeah. right here. I've been right here. Like, yeah, I've been in your I've face. Been, I've been here. I've been right here. I've been right here, Negro. Where you been? I know everything too. Yeah, I know it all too. Yeah, I'm ready for you. So I was like, dang. So I was scared. I got scared. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my Lord. So I fought it for about a month or so. And. You know, we never really like made it official until like maybe a year later. But I mean, we knew it was something special there. And so we just started growing there. And then it was so dope too because we were both new to Atlanta. So now we hanging out every day. Now we doing everything every day. We're helping each other. You know what I mean? She's bringing me groceries and, you know, helping me out. I'm staying at a house with a bunch of guys from Louisiana too. So she coming over there and, you know, this, this is like, this house like a frat house now. Uh All right. So she coming over there shutting down shop. They like your girl over here all the time, man. And have your girl go home, man. See your girl home. So you know, and I I think back now, and, and y'all y'all stop me if I'm talking too much. No, this is a lot. This but no, y'all. Yeah. So I had my homies um uh, even had a house meeting with me one time. Oh no, not an intervention. Yes, y'all. They was like, hey, we got to They text group text. Yeah, we, let's have a house meeting three o'clock, man. Downs in the kitchen. <laughs> So I didn't know what it was about. I thought it might be about a bill or somebody didn't clean the kitchen yeah. that was supposed to, you know, this yeah. some that kind of stuff. So we get down there, they like, man, yeah, so bro, we all been talking, man, and you know, Jordan. And so I'm like, what Jordan, what? <laughs> they like, uh, man, you know, Nisi been over here a lot, man, oh, and you know, snap. she trying to do this and that, man, and we got, you know, we got she know our girlfriends oh, and stuff. Snap. I'm like, y'all, fellas. <laughs> so they were like, she got to go. Oh, she got to go. No. She can't be coming over here. And sometimes she would hang out. We watch movies yeah. and stuff. And so they were like, she got, she, she got to go. And so I was in such a tough spot because mm. I didn't know how to tell her they said yeah. that. And if if I told her they felt that way, she was gonna get on them. Oh yeah. She was gonna come to the house in flames. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I know y'all ain't trying. You know because oh, she knows yeah. them. And so uh, so I went through that, man. I went through a lot of stuff and um. It just really showed me how much I loved her. Yeah, I was willing to break everything, stop everything, mm. end friendships, end it all. You know, wow. they talk about bros before. Yeah, the other uh, thing. Yeah. No, no, like this is this is when it was come different on, for me, on. and so I was like, oh, I'm in love with her, and I was even still trying to find my way, and I was doing so many side little slick things, and it was hurting her. She would cry, and when she would cry, I would feel like I wanted to cry, yeah. and I'm like, wow, I'm really hurting someone that loves me to death and i'm in love with her what am i doing yeah let's be together let's yeah. do this and so that's what really made me do the make the transition for me love from her. being out in the street mm-hmm. i found that special person she changed it all that's awesome yep. now were they hating on you they were <laughs> I'm not, they were i feel like yep if people are not in like happy yeah. relationships, or so, I yeah. feel like they be hating. One by Why one, one by one, they have admitted to me now. Oh wow! Uh, through the years, and they're like, "Bro, y'all so locked in, bro. Like, oh. wow, dog." And I and I make and I remind her and say, "Remember, y'all yeah. had me sitting at the table. Almost <laughs> had me, almost had me lose that. Because uh-huh. I at, at a point I would have been like, yeah, yeah. but y'all right, man. Yeah, we supposed to be out here in the street.'" 
you know, and I said, so each one of them now um, have have really showed us how much they admire our relationship mm-hmm. and how they want relationships like that. Yeah. And so a few, two of my friends are married now, okay. but uh, the other three, they still out here <laughs> trying to figure it out. But they like, bro, you was right. I should have yeah. been doing what you was doing. It's rough now. So they was hating. They were. Yeah. And they wanted to have fun because we were having house parties and everything. Yeah. We were tearing the house up. But, you know, it, it 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 was it was it was a blessing that she came and she changed everything for me because it also started to affect my ministry because mm-hmm. I was still doing that stuff and still getting bookings and still mm-hmm. dropping albums that yeah. y'all love today yeah. and I was battling with that stuff wow. and I was going through those situations but when she came she changed it all mm-hmm. indeed that's, good. that's love yeah what's her name Nisi all right shout Nisi. out Nisi come yes on. yes come through yes we're Nisi <laughs> Hey, look, she'll come on here, she'll talk, y'all, and she'll tell y'all some stuff about me, have me run out of here. Like, oh, yeah, because he was blah, blah, blah. But thank the Lord, you know. But yeah, but yeah. We, we, we have a series where we literally have talked about women that have supported and are supporting oh, yeah. prominent men. Yeah. And so, yes. She stuck beside me. And, I love uh, it. You know, they say, I'm going to stick beside him. Mm-hmm. She definitely did that. And uh, it's a lot of times she could have ran away and just been like, look, bro, I'm going here. Cause I ain't with the games, yeah. but um, I think she saw some something in me that I didn't see, mm-hmm. and uh, it's okay sometimes to date potential, yeah. Um, and it's okay sometimes to believe in a person. Um, you you can definitely have your limit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. like, okay, now if this this been ten years, yeah. His brother still sitting on the sofa with that tank top on. <laughs> oh lord, not the tank top. Yes, <laughs> yes. I had to paint the and picture for you. The sofa. Yeah, just sitting on my sofa. Yes. And I come home from work. Come on, come on. So, you know, that there's you have to have boundaries. Yeah. But um, I think dating potential sometimes is great if you have the time and you have the ability. Mm-hmm. And if you see something in a person and you encourage that man yeah. that he can be something special and you see that it's starting to work for him and the yeah. things are turning around, more power to you. Cause she did it for me. That's a that's a whole topic. It is. Yeah. It is. Date date potential. Yep. We yeah. I was gonna say we we gotta pick your brain. Number okay. one, we have a lot of singles that okay. watch the show. Right. So any words of wisdom that you would give? Yeah. To those that they in the dating game, they yeah. trying to find their Boaz, yep. and they like, look, it's hard out here. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. Mm. Um, a lot of times people are telling you not to ask certain questions on dates. Mm. Ask all the questions up front find out who this person is because mm. I know it starts off with looks and I know yeah. it starts off with a friendship or yeah. a connection that somebody made for yeah. you or you know the same people but um ask the questions ask the tough questions and uh if he starts to get to sweating and nervous <laughs> and then hey th- there go your answers there you, you know um but um find you a man that is not afraid of your questions and mm. and you know ask him everything that you want because you want to be sure that this is someone that you want to be with and also singles if you're just dating to date then just date um but if you're dating to find your husband um ask them tough questions mm, get in this business that's good get in this business and if he afraid that first time then move on wow y'all heard it here because yep. <laughs> a, a real here. man respects that like okay wow she really want to know all yeah. this now he might be thrown off a little bit in the first question first yeah. couple of questions but then you know, like, okay, yeah, she really wants to get to know me. Mm-hmm. And and um, that really helps you narrow out the people that are just here to play. That's good. You know, get in their business. Ask them a question. Okay, how are you with your mom? Mm-hmm. That's a great question, too, to ask a man. 
because how do you, how's your relationship with your mother? Yeah. Because that's the woman that he first loved. Yeah. That's the one. That's his first love that he's going to be in love with forever. How is your relationship with your mom? Oh, yeah, we ain't on good terms. My mom will be better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Nick. I'm going to be a mom. <laughs> I'm going to be a mom. That's real, right. <laughs> Out of here. Thank you. That's this was real. nice, though. This is good food. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, move on. So ask that brother about his mama. <laughs> That's I'll say that. Just stick with that. Ask him how he treats his mama. Watch how he treats his mother. Watch how he treats his sister. That's so good. You know, watch how he treats the important women in his life. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you can kind of build from there. So that's what I say to single women. That's good, y'all. I hope y'all taking notes yep. now. Gems all yep. over the place. Pick them that's up. That's important. And now and then too, for those that are in relationships, yep. if they're in a serious committed relationship, if they're married. Yeah. What are some tips or words of wisdom you can give to having healthy mm-hmm. relationships? Communication. Um, fellas, I'm talking to the fellas if they tune in. Uh, and ladies, too. Fellas, the fellas don't like to talk all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't like to discuss everything. Um, but I've come to realize that discussing things really opens the door for your relationship. Yeah. Um, and communicating really sets the tone to where. I'm not wondering anything. Yeah. You're not wondering anything. Let's sit down and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've developed this talking thing because my wife loves to talk. She'll sit down and we'll have a meeting quick <laughs> about anything <laughs> and everything. <laughs> and so I've learned that communication actually makes the relationship better because, um, first of all, when y'all was friends and y'all was trying to get each other. Come on. Y'all was talking all the time. That's talking about everything. Up. Y'all was just chat, chat. Didn't even want to yep. get off the phone. Yep. Chatty patty. Mm-hmm. And so now that y'all together, now everything is so, yeah, I don't want to talk about that, man. We, what we got to talk about that for? We married now. Uh-huh. You know, are we in a relationship now? No, mm-hmm. keep talking. Uh, keep the communication going. Um, that, that gets rid of a whole lot of devil mm. because we don't have idle minds anymore. Yeah. We talk about it all. Yeah. And so even when I'm going through something, even tough conversations, we got to talk it out, wow. talk through it. Okay, baby, I don't like that you said it like that. Mm. Okay, I don't like that you said this. or I don't like that you did that. I don't like that you double tap. That's it. <laughs> don't I don't like that. That <laughs> makes me that makes me feel low. That makes me feel bad. Wow. Like, I don't like that. My wife had to tell me that. She was mm-hmm. like, that makes me feel really terrible. That I see that that I see that you liked the 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 bikini yeah the bikini butt you know what yeah. I'm saying like wow Jay yeah for real my wife had to hit me with the with the homie side of it too like wow bro like yeah. for real that like I'm I'm right here <laughs> like you need me to turn around yeah. I saw you, you yeah like what you need yeah. baby like for real like and do I and do I need to step it up is that oh, what's going wow. on. And I'm yeah. like, no, baby, you're right. You don't. You're doing a great job. I'm tripping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Thank you for having that conversation with me. I might not have liked it. Mm. I may not like that I have to change now. I may not like that I have to navigate different on Instagram or yeah. whatever. But it's affecting my woman. Mm. My wife don't like that. And ladies, my your husband don't like that. Well, go talk about it. Yeah. We take the medicine. He don't like how you yeah. said that to him. Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Men's biggest thing, and I'm not going to hold y'all too much longer, but men's biggest thing is respect. Yeah. Respect and sex. <laughs> That's it. You could do whatever you want to do. Women, y'all have free liberty to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> that man just wants to be, to feel respected, 
and he wants some cookie. Amen. Amen. That's what he wants. That's it. Go. Everything else, you do whatever you want. You could put stuff in the house a certain yeah. way. He don't care. Yeah. He don't <laughs> care. You got stuff everywhere. I drop one sock, and you like, oh my god. You have your socks everywhere. I'm like, well, this whole house is your stuff. Uh -huh. Everywhere is your stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, it's all you, baby. So those two things, but just respect. I uh -huh. think that um, sometimes, you know, especially black women, or, yeah. or, and not just single black women, yeah. but, but women, you know, y'all can get a little sassy. Y'all can get a little, uh -huh. get a little, you know, uh -huh. well, I don't, you know. Oh, and so, the imitation yeah, thing. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> No, no offense, no offense, but you know the fella, you know fellas see stuff way different than y'all. We see it, we hear it as a noise. We hear it as a sound and a noise. But you know, we call it nagging and those things. Got it, got it. But you know, those those things, just the respect, I think is key. Just respecting your man, he gonna be all right. If you respect him, he good. Amen. He good. Respect him and cookie. I'm telling you. I love That's it. That's it for married folk. I love it. Married folk is for the cookie. I feel like, you know, when Steve probably dropped the act like a lady, think like oh, a yeah. man, but I feel like this is the musical version of that job. The, like, hey, he was spot on. He was like, spot on. Playbook. So I love it. Thank you. No, thank it. you. Like I said, we could be here all day, but we know our husband's going to come in here and be like, now. he's supposed to be on track star today. Hey, let's go. So we want to close out with okay. what's next for you. I know yeah. we talked about, you know, you got two more EPs coming out for yeah. Church Girls of R&B, but what's next for you as a person, a musician, a father, a husband, all the above? Man, a lot. Uh, definitely the fatherhood thing is mm -hmm. really big for me right now. Now I'm trying to balance and figure out space for music because music yeah. was my first love yeah. um and second was honestly my my life yeah and uh because music was just so, so was first for me forever and so now um i have such a loving family at home now because it's, it's even different even though i was married i was married i still didn't feel like i had a family i still mm -hmm. it's like that's my girl mm -hmm. still like yeah i gotta ride for her i gotta do provide and do all those things but now it's like one little person came yeah. into the world now i became a family now i'm thinking like oh wow i'm a family man <laughs> You know, like I got to think different, you know, even with my spending, with my decisions, with my the way I move, my travel, everything has changed now. And so just thinking of that um, has affected a lot of plans that I thought I had. Um, and so I'm kind of living month to month now gotcha. since I've had a baby. Yeah. Uh, of course, I want to do music. I'm just trying to figure out how to fit it all in and still be there for my family and do music in my career. But what's next for me is definitely more music. Uh, more photos. Um, I'm excited about my baby. I, I want to post her every yes. day. I never knew I would be that type of dad. Um, and um, definitely touring again next year. Oh, uh, I'm okay. excited about that. And I'm um, also working on uh, some Christmas music. Right. See, the baby, the baby did that. Right. The baby yeah. did that. So like, okay. I'm dropping. A, uh, I'm working on some Christmas music. I haven't even told anyone that. Um, yeah. So I'm working on Christmas music right now. Yeah. And uh, so that's what's next. Touring next year. New music. Um and um some film stuff too. I'm okay. On. Yeah. Behind the scenes, in front. No, of the I'm gonna be in front of the scenes. Ooh, okay. I, I, you, you may see me on a big screen. So. Oh snap! Yes, I'm exciting. getting to some acting. Yep. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you. Thank you. I love it. Yep. I love it. Wow. So we want to give you an opportunity. Okay. We have this segment called Noble Character, mm -hmm. and we typically like um to allow our guests to recognize a woman or women in their life or in the community that mm -hmm. that has inspired you yeah um i'm gonna go back to my mom mm -hmm. uh, my mother definitely inspired me um 
like I said, I, I had no clue that we were living the way we were living. I didn't know we were poor. She, mm -hmm. she did such a great job of creating this world mm -hmm. for me as a single mom mm -hmm. that I had no clue, you know? Wow. And so thinking back now, I remember us struggling to pay a, a for a three bedroom apartment, you know, rent, and, yeah. you know, birthdays. And now as an adult, I'm playing it back. I'm like, oh, that's why, you know, my mom would tell me sometimes why we would go to my aunt's house on Tuesdays. And, mm -hmm because we could eat there my aunt would always cook or mm. why we would go to my grandmother's house on saturday mornings because yeah. my grandmother would make breakfast mm -hmm. you know and so those things and we knew we could eat there yeah so it, it was so different man just thinking back now but my mom is definitely a hero to me because she changed my life she gave me life first of all yeah. but but she she really thugged it out man just her and me and um she 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 created me i've never been in jail i've never been arrested and never did yeah. drugs you know she 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 was a village her and a little bit of my family really Praise helped God. me so shout out to mom yes and can you share your mother's full name yeah verna armstrong all right verna armstrong yes you are a woman of a noble, noble character, character. Yes. yes indeed Indeed. I love that. And we got to give a shout out to your wife too. Can you yeah, your yeah, Nisi Armstrong, man. Y'all yes. follow her too. Supernatural Nisi on Instagram. Yeah, she's 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 spot on and locked in in motherhood now. So you're gonna see her and baby girl Epic on everything yes. now. So uh, she's excited. And uh, yeah, shout out to my wife. And drop it. your handles. Yes. Too. Yeah, yeah. My handles. Uh, where's Jordan? Everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that's W H E R E S J O R underscore D A N, and um, that's. Everywhere, anywhere, social media is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Love it. Yep. Love it. Well, oh, this has been amazing. Yeah. Thank y'all. Y'all are great. We this is fun. I got to come back to yeah. the pink room. Yeah. Look, I call it the pink room. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> we here yeah. for you. Yeah. Oh, this was amazing. Thank so you. thank you for coming by. It's been a pleasure. It was an absolute pleasure. On thank this you so side much. As well. We have loved it. Thank you. Oh. Thank y'all. Yes. And as always, yes, don't forget get some to get merch. your merch from our website at yes. Becoming yes, Eva you can hold that on today. Yes. Your mugs, your water bottles, yes. we got flip flops. You wearing uh, a shirt, shoes. rocking our shirt. One of yep. our shirts. Yeah, that stuff is fancy too. Um, yes. We got dresses. <laughs> Come on, totes. check Slides. it out. Mm -hmm. All of the above. So visit us at becomingevatoday.com. Get your merch. Support us and. Yeah, y'all. And follow us as well. Follow and subscribe if you haven't already at Becoming Eva Today. So we will see y'all next time. See you soon. Yes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Click subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast. Check us out at becomingevatoday.com or email us at becomingevatoday.com. See, see you next time. time.